0: Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri, evening everybody, and Dustin Hinshaw. Evening, evening, evening. I mixed up the directions on that, so also, look.
1: everybody watching this is not completely confused. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knows who we actually are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you listening.
1: Look, you got the benefit this this week. This week, I'd lucky. like to
0: think that we got some some new listeners, and I want to also tell people if you're new here, we do this live. Uh, this is your uh, weekly show where we talk about the biggest and almost awesome tournaments coming up over the weekend, and this this week is no exception. We have some absolute stellar things to talk about happening this weekend. If you're going to be there, if you happen to be going to these things, and uh, are listening at the same time, throw some comments in the chat. We want to hear from you, hear what you're taking, what you're expecting to see, maybe why you made some of the decisions you made. Um, And yeah, if you're listening to this after the fact, we we do this live every single Thursday where we take comments from the chat. uh, We talk to the folks in the chat, but also we talk to you about, again, these tournaments that are coming up. And we got some mega tournaments happening this weekend, including one hosted by Frontline Gaming Network.
2: What an awesome network. (laughs) It is pretty insane that we are, what... Not, we're, we're less than a month into the new season. We might be on exactly on a month now into the new season, and we've got two. Sorry, we've got a multiple hundred player team event in the UK. We've got a, a almost two hundred player U, uh, teams event in Spain. We've got an almost two hundred player event, like we said, by Frontline Gaming in the States, and it's just nuts. Absolutely nuts, guys. Yeah, you guys are just starting to open
1: up, and everybody just the, the floodgates are open, like you were saying earlier. And it's just it's awesome to see this finally. All these mm. tournaments just happening everywhere, all at the same time. Yep.
0: I can't I love wait it. For more I want to see to the list. Too. Yeah. I want to see the list that people are bringing. I want to see the tech that comes out. I want to see people, how how they've responded to this. By now we have a pretty mature and established meta. And I say that it's hmm. the meta is, is, is uh, three weeks old, but that's, you know, what is that? <laughs> like 47 years and 40 K days.
2: Yeah, but we had a so it, three weeks of a new mission pack. Yeah, but we had like a month's lead time before that three weeks, knowing what people were going to be having. People would have had, you know, their in the in their army builder, whatever they were using, probably had three or four stock lists ready to go into the new season. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah,
0: new missions custodes I think probably still the, the list to beat in a lot of people's mind Drari's mm-hmm. still out there you know so again people know crusher stampede things like that they know they exist how are they approaching it and so let's just you know we have a a, a monster show to you go should. over the the this week so let's just jump into it what are what are people bringing here to the Cherokee open that's the first the first event we're going to talk about yeah, absolutely. Do you want me to start going through the breakdown? Yeah, man. Right now? 189 Let's players do it. nine rounds in North Carolina, you here in the Crazy. US.
1: All right. So the Imperial Superfaction, we have six sisters, twenty-seven custodes, one admac, one astro militarum, seven gray knights, four Imperial Knights. Now, even if custodes aren't the army to beat, which they they are definitely one of them for sure, you have to be able to beat them because chances are mm-hmm. you're gonna play them at least once
2: or twice. At least. Even with hundred eighty nine so, players, nine rounds, like you're you're gonna play them. To put it into perspective, yeah, there are more Custodes players than there are Hive Mind and Eldari super factions combined. Just, just putting it out there. Well, it's that is one
0: answer to this. how people are going to respond to the meta is yeah. they will be the meta. You <laughs> they know. will be the meta. Lean <laughs> in, lean in. Meta.
1: Yeah, yeah. just lean into it. Come on, that's, that's one way to do it for sure. Hey, it's an answer. So, space marine super faction. There are ten Dark Angels two Space Wolves, four Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, two Salamanders, four Black Templar, one Raven Guard, one White Scar, three Iron Hands.
2: Dark only, Angels starting
1: to make a huge uh,
2: huge jump now. Dude, only Imperial Fists lacking from that spread, I'll point out. That spread is pretty holistic. Hey, look, mm-hmm. if I had an Air Horn, I would play it right now, because like, White Scars
0: represent the first time we've seen yes. them uh, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a major in several weeks maybe even a couple of months at this point mm-hmm. uh, you know people opting for uh for different i guess fast-moving hard-hitting type units but you know something we don't always talk about though is that, that best faction award is up for grabs now mm-hmm.
1: that absolutely and, and so
0: at these big tournaments you can get a lot of points uh for some of those sub you know categories for victories and, and i i bet people are, are have that on their mind as they go into this
1: oh for sure absolutely uh, cast Superfaction, We have two cast suit, three cast base marines, six T suns, six death guard, one demons, and three renegade knights. I like seeing T suns starting to get a bit of a rise. We don't. We usually saw them hovering around one or two or zero. I like seeing them on par with death guard again. That's that's mm. that's that makes me a little happy
2: because I I still feel like they're strong, especially in the meta. Yeah on par with sisters just one behind gray knights now like they're they're looking at they're they're about where they are they're one of the upper middle factions and they're one of the upper middle numbers as well
1: i actually feel like they have they can have a decent matchup into tau to be honest that's what i feel like they could because the amount of moon output and some and some durability Mm. that tricks they have i feel like they could
2: if, so one prediction I have: if the meta stays the way it is, and we have this like flood of custodies being prevalent for so long, people are going to start teching. The custody players are going to start teching for each other, which means shadow keepers, which means T Suns get so much better into custodies mm-hmm. as soon as custodies aren't playing emperors chosen. Yep. Um So there could be like a really cool little lift for them just around the corner.
0: Explain that just a little bit, if if you can. Like, what what is what do you think is is that mm. shift? If they do start, if the custodies so, have to move a certain
2: way. Yeah. So. Um, Custodes right now, uh, the Empress Chosen build is the best build into the field, but it's not the best build into the mirror match. The best build in the mirror match is the kind of bully Shadow Keepers. Like if Shadow Keepers goes into Empress Chosen, the Shadow Keepers, I would say, would be something like a 65-75% win chance, depending on who goes first and what mission. Um, Dustin, would you back that up? 100%. The, uh, the Shadow Keepers is so much better in the in the uh,
1: mirror match, and even against some of the lists, like, it's 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 actually better into Crusher Stampede as well.
2: mm in, even and,
1: and, anything that has mass uh, attack, which there's a couple things out there maybe orcs maybe some drukari builds drukari, it's actually yeah. it's actually better into that too even with the minus one strength it can be really big against some matchups it's not as good yeah. into like obviously t suns and uh tau it can be okay but it's the mirror is the important thing. When you're going to see that many other custodes on the field, you know you're going to be playing the mirror match a couple of times, and having that advantage is it worth taking that advantage to be yeah. a little bit worse into some other armies? Because it's not even that much worse, to
0: be honest. To win those engagements, no. to win those engagements. Yeah. In, in, If all things being equal, if you took the exact same things, you will come out ahead. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because of the, that. that so,
2: and what we're saying that it's a twofold um, interaction there. Firstly, the shutter keepers have a permanent minus one attack with engagement range, like when they're targeted in the, in, in the fight phase minus one attack huge into the mirror you just have one more attack than your custody's yep. enemy and so you are just a better version of them in that in that game uh, in addition you have the minus one strength against non-vehicle units so not on the dreads anymore but it is quite impactful because you can transmute it against some melter shots and then you can minus one strength into other melter shots so um uh, sorry it doesn't doesn't really make much of a difference but that's another big tool like you said it'll one strength it'll make you feel a lot better um, all the strength seven shots from tower going down to strength six into the um the prey tour bikes makes a huge difference you don't have to spend the two have to spend the cp for the transhuman you've got two transhumans in, in effect um so there were a lot of advantages there but sorry we have probably gone on enough yeah we've got a lot to go through so we'll keep going here <laughs> no, no it
0: is but it's like look you know again one of our things that we like to talk about is what you're going to see and then how to beat it like what you, and how to anticipate mm-hmm. for the next one that's what this data does it provides us with with all this valuable information about maybe how to People can out there just construct your list what they what they should be thinking about the next tournament, even if it's not they're not mm. heading to this one
1: yeah exactly and i think we've actually proved a few times people agree with us we actually make some good points sometimes we kind of know what we're talking about <laughs> oh, right so, so who would have so, thought we're gonna give
0: a what's up to the rpg luminary and Pretty dan good. in the chat thanks a lot for for uh, sounding off letting us know that you're hanging out there we don't know what anybody else is doing tonight if you happen to be uh, watching us live uh and we also had a comment like hey why don't you do more looking back uh to some of your predictions from the previous shows and look i'm just gonna tell you we're most of the time right. We don't have to look back. We That's know true. what we say. We just assume we're right. Yeah, we're right. we right. right. Bang. And the times we
1: aren't right, it's outweighed by the times we are, so we don't need yeah. to talk about
0: those. No, the, the chat can keep us honest. The chat can <laughs> let us know when we're going too far off base, but I think what y'all actually just did there was absolutely amazing and predictive of what we're going to see in several weeks. Yeah, okay, perfect. So...
1: Moving on with this one, still in the Cherokee Open, the Xeno Superfaction, there are 11 Necrons, 9 Orcs, and 16 Tau. Not surprising in the Tau. Xeno Superfaction is actually really getting a huge rise in
2: these tournaments huge. right now. Yeah, just I'm, wait. Just wait. I'm, <laughs> I'm hugely excited to see Necrons on the rise. Like, I, I think people have got a reinvigoration into trying and testing them into the new missions, and that, that's pretty much what I think is indicative of, of them being the third most represented faction when we get to it
0: uh ne- necrons are taking like all, all kind of the, the close combat variants are taking so, oh you've seen heavy destroyers mm. make it on the field and that kind of stuff yeah. and so you know the, the the necrons i think have gotten over the fact that their character models did not get mm. a reduction in cost and they're like well, well how are we going to deal with it and they're and they're starting to
2: that's the thing Paul. their best one their best one did their best character went down at 30 points the silent king And in addition to that the things that he can now affect have gone up by like two thirds yep. so maybe that's it Yep, yep, They're well, just really focusing thing. on what they've got now and, and we're mm-hmm. seeing them
0: make their way to the field.
1: Yeah, for sure. The Necrons, are, they haven't figured out their build for sure yet because they're mm-hmm. still kind of testing a lot of things with all these changes, Like, but they're but they're obviously excited about it. And one thing we know for sure, destroyers are a big part of it. So
2: Yes, agreed. Uh,
1: Hive Mind Super Faction, there's one Hive Mind, six Tyranids, and seven GSC. We outnumber the Tyranids. We did it. The Cherokee is doing it right. I love this. I love seeing some uh, GSC here.
2: I noted that as a milestone because I think that's the first time in 9th edition that I've is. seen that happen in I an event. I think it is. It's only one, one. It's not huge, but it's the thing. And maybe it's, it's going to be a trend. Hey, it happened. It happened. It happened, yeah. it happened once. At least it once. It only needs to happen
1: once. That's that's all,
2: that's all it needs to happen. Yeah. The window. <laughs> the, the window. <laughs> there Ah,
1: yeah, uh, The Eldari Super Faction, one Eldari, seven Drukhari, two Harlequins, and two Suriani. So that brings us up to the faction podium. Custodes at twenty-seven, number one, not surprising. Tau number two, not surprising at sixteen. But Necrons number three on the podium at eleven.
0: That that may be the first time the, yep. that we we've seen that them be able to get one
2: of these uh, these honors of being on the faction
0: mm-hmm. podium. It's, oh, yeah. it's in, in a in a t- almost
2: two hundred player event. Yeah. also yeah. by the way yeah i feel like it's been a good like 6 months like maybe the first couple of episodes we did necrons are on a podium in like central europe and places like that i seem to remember um but then like completely unheralded but now they're back in a big way we'll see if they stick around boys um, God, they, play, but how do you go ne- feel about against
0: necrons though. oh sorry go there's, ahead
2: there's 11 more Custodes than the next list <laughs> yeah than the they, next they got one. it there's going for more. them though okay
0: Custodes, stout Into you can play. You don't have a lot of bad matchups. They travel friendly. They you don't have a lot of models. You know for you know for that. So it's it's easy to get that hot that hobby lag out of the way. You know it's it's
2: it's not decision intensive. It's a quick game. It's pretty. It is pretty easy. It's a relaxing
1: relaxing game to play. I think. Like I'm not saying it's easy, but it's relaxing.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think you don't get like drowned in decision making.
1: Mm-hmm. With
0: fewer pieces, your margin for error with each one of those decisions is, you know, is magnified, you know, yes, or the margin for error is slim and every error you make is mm-hmm. magnified. So yeah, do, I, I mean, we're not trying to say that is easier, but it has a lot going for it if you're yeah. going to be traveling <laughs> really to really one does. of the major events. Uh, so You know, but at the same time, it's also kind of powerful. Uh, Mm -hmm. Noah Bedome is checking in in the chat, says uh, stoked to be taking the Shadow Keepers to to, uh, his grand tournament this weekend. uh, See,
1: there you go. Are you ready for that mirror match?
0: Beautiful. All
2: right, gents. I'll tell you two of the lists I pulled out. As we do have a bunch of... A bunch of events going on in this episode. I only pulled out two lists uh per event or per, per two teams per event. This first one is Mr. Mark Perry. I wanted to see what he was doing with orcs going into this new kind of meta, this new mission pack, and I was quite interested to see what he was doing. He's got a Goths, Supreme Command, Spearhead, and Vanguard. Supreme Supreme Command, you know what's going on there. He's got yeah, Macari. So
0: that section writes itself once you click on Yeah, pretty much forgot the rest
2: of it. He's got a weird boy. He's got a knob with war banner. He's got three squid hog boys, two battle wagons, three times three killer cans. that's so three into of three killer cans. A war boss on. sorry, he's a war bob rather. It's a war boss on bike. Um, five, five, eight mega knobs and two more units of four squid hog boys. So that's three into squid hog boys, three units of mega knobs, three units of killer cans, two battle wagons toting around all the goodness. It's a pretty lean list, and Makari's going to give it all a 6-up Feel No Pain, even, even though they're mechanized units. It's kind of cute. It's kind of... It, it, you can tell he's trying some things out here. Like, it's very lean on the obsec, but the, the punch is hellacious.
0: I like the throwback here, the retro, the battle wagons and the kilocans. The kilocans I like the 3
1: by 3 kilocans. I actually really like them. I think people and underestimate the them.
0: Y'all know I I'm a big they're... fan of the knobs. I think they're oh, very versatile. That is,
1: that is so many meganobs. knobs.
0: Yep. <laughs> And they punch hard. They can get a bunch, They can get a mm-hmm. ton of attacks. You can buff them up. Uh, people have kind of forgotten about how aggressive they are,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and
0: so I think that it, it may catch some people kind of uh, mispositioned and then pick, putting their models back in the box.
2: Yep. Well, I also feel like it's a bit of a meta pick, because um, he's got the right toughness into a lot of different Tau um, options, it gets there quickly, and in addition, he's got a huge amount of multi-damage into the Custodius matchup, so I feel like he's teching for both of those, but I feel I, I know he was experimenting with a similar kind of list in the old mission pack, and he, he thought it wasn't quite time. Um, so mm-hmm. interesting to see if he thinks if it's time now. The only bit I'm, I'm holding out on, I MegaKnobs in a battle wagon. op's going down in points, especially. I think they're just good at the moment. Killer Cans, we will see. Maybe he's a genius. Maybe it's not their time yet either.
0: Let's see, I thought like it. What their time is—is is it their time or not? But is the player going to manifest? Is the pilot going to be that's make true. it their time? You know, and mm. and that's uh, these are as you know, this is one of the players uh, that you can look for for some from exciting things and and also novel list building. Which is I maybe feel like what we Mark have Perry's maybe a
1: guy some... that could – he's one of those guys that can make a window. He could he put up a window. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's just going to – yeah, he's going to jump through it. <laughs> there could be some experimental choices here, but that's actually yep. what crafts. Is how, that's how the medics, hmm. metas get <laughs> attacked and formed is people making experimental choices and, and willing to take that risk and, and put their their metal against other people at the at, big old events like this
1: mm. yeah these are the real heroes of the meta right here people like mark perry bringing three, oh, uh, three
0: three
2: hol- cans. wait wait it. a second hold on hold on there's a, oh, the next oh sorry there's okay. another hero okay. of the meta i i,
1: I will let this you go over this absolute, <laughs> so right. this
2: gentleman's name is is horton dotten you may have remembered him as being one of the perennial top table gentlemen that i remember in my head when like race was on signals reading out top guys in the itc in like mid-seventh edition and stuff horton dotten was a name that I was always in my head you say in the mid-70s <laughs> could, no. could have been could have been early eighth edition as well. I can't, can't remember. He's playing sisters. He's playing order of our martyred lady or UML as the acronym uh, comes out. That's you know <laughs> joy. Uh, he's got a patrol. He's got two patrols in a battalion. Now, if you can read the screen right now, you'll see a word underlined at the end. Hold fire. I'll tell you why. He's got Morven Vile. He's got a canoness He's got Junith he's got three by five sisters he has a preacher a more a single mortifier single pennant engine into the next patrol he has ethereal stern and kygnol he has the triumph of saint catherine another canoness another five sisters another preacher a single mortifier single pennant engine the last patrol inquisitor karamazov celestine canoness five sisters a preacher a single mortifier and a pennant engine this is super friends this is the most super friends things i've seen in like since since Index Eighth Edition, I love it. I love it to death. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if the criminal is is an absolute like genius, or if this is like hot garbage. I mean, but I think I, it's a I bit of a flex. It. Like hey, all, other it. armies can't
0: take all these characters and all these combinations. Uh, just let's just we're gonna do it. <laughs> I, o- I almost <laughs> yeah,
2: I deleted. I almost deleted the rest of the show, boys. When I got to this, and we just like, we're just gonna talk about this for an hour. Like yeah. uh, we, we can't. We nuts. can't top this two, three, I'm just counting four. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're taking Assassinate against him, right? And you're just like auto, just riding the 15 in pregame. Yeah, um, like can't not get a character, you know, in any phase, we can't not. <laughs> he's got 13 characters, 13. Most of them tough as three, <laughs> like, you know. know. Thirteen characters. He's got six pain engines, three of each. Um, bunch of bunch of sisters. I, I think he, he's ordered our just to get a a stupid amount of miracle dice and just like order get his own fifteen on um that secondary right. At least that's my thinking.
1: Uh yeah.
2: This list, it will. I think it, when.
0: When you telegraph, you know what your opponent should be taking for at least they already have a secondary picked out for themselves. You've given them another secondary. You've created a, an interesting game for yourself. Uh, I, which... I
1: will. I, I can. I can preface that though because I'm a, I'm a player right now, especially because I'm playing GSC with the way I'm playing them right now. I've told you guys, and I I actually find that assassinate is a trap even when you have a lot of them because for me. The way I'm playing, too, like I will I will sometimes give you something that I know you're going to take. Like if I have like, you know, 15 points in vehicles or something, you're going to take bring it down because well I got to kill vehicles. Right. But the moment you do that, you're giving me the power to deny you those points. Mm. So it's I have control over. Am I willing to sacrifice this character to give you three points? Do I need these three points or not? That kind of gives them more control over that. I like, that's the reason I like the super friend style because people are are often going to take that assassinate against you. And it gives you that kind of control over the game.
2: Yeah. Uh, But I mean, at the same time, can you, can you see this gentleman winning games without having to use, I mean, he's he's legitimately got like three quarters of his points. You never know. (laughs) You never know. What's, what's holding his objectives. Well, just, so faith in the Emperor is holding the objectives, Adam. <laughs> the Emperor, yes. <laughs>
0: if you have not figured that part out yet.
2: <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. I expected this to see. I expected to see um, Sacrosense in this list. Because as soon as you can bodyguard all these things at the same time, things can start to get awkward. Like, they can actually start to mm-hmm. get awkward, especially on player place terrain, which is what Frontline Gaming predominantly uses. Um, so, yeah, I'm just. I, I, I'm going to be tracking how Horton does, like, round by round. I'm, I'm like, curious. what's he going into? Uh, yeah. It's one to watch, guys, just because it's so spicy.
0: Uh, Nergo Matt, good to see you. Uh, Tasty, good to see you. Uh, KR Quinn, checking in the chat. Really appreciate those comments and showing the support. Uh, thank you very much. i said again if you're listening to this after the fact. We do this live every Thursday. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern is when we kick it off. Uh, maybe come join us next time if you, uh, if you haven't already. So, okay. We've run through the factions. We, uh, we've looked at a couple of lists that are standout lists. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know if they're indicative of the meta or, uh, you know, meta cutting list uh but with what you know who do you think's or what faction do you think is winning this thing uh dude, to, I can tell.
2: <laughs> well i'm gonna pick a tower player to win i think i think probably a tower player is going to win yeah even yeah. even though there's 11 less of them i'm going to pick tower to win this one um well you uh, gotta think because police
0: players have to go through each other. There's yeah, no they're
2: they're not it's, it's almost like it's mathematically
0: true. impossible for them not to have to go through each other. It's just what mm. round do they go mm-hmm. through each other? Could be round it's two. True. Your round three to three to nine uh could be a, to, you know I, a, a weird trajectory.
2: <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. a good
0: solid. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to talk you out of your pick or anything, uh, but you sure. know, it's not it's it's not out of the realm of reasonability, is what I'm saying for
2: for your pick. That's fair. Well, they're the, they're the second most represented faction. It's not like I, I pulled that out of my absolute <laughs> air. So you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you boys pick?
1: What are you feeling, Paul?
0: Uh that's tough. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say Jakari get this one. I think oh. Jakari. Uh, people have, have uh forgotten uh, that the Jakari are still as strong as they are, and they're going to be so worried about getting shot by a rail cannon or some smart missile systems or uh, unleashing the lions that they're going to forget that power from pain lets people assault on turn two. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be a rough, rough match.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the more I look at uh, Mark Perry's list, the more I like it into this field. I'm going to go with Orcs. Beautiful. Love
2: it. I don't. I, I. I'm purposely not picking custodes. We all. I think we all did that. I we think, think we all, all purposely that. not picking custodes. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not first, they're probably second, through fifth. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Wolf Priest Carl says Space Wolves definitely winning this thing. I. I, I like ah. that consistency. Uh, <laughs> but hey, Space Wolves still. I mean, they've, they. They people are playing them, and people are winning mm. with Space Wolves. It's it's one of those factions that's it's so under the radar. Uh, that, that once you, again, you find yourself in that round five situation playing a Space Wolf, might kind of get caught out there like we were talking about yeah. with the other list. Maybe. Especially in the All hands right. of some of these these players we know that have been competing for uh, Best Space Wolf Faction over, over this last year. They've really proven that shown, shown themselves to be great generals.
2: Yeah, for sure. We have to chug along, my good men. What's Let's up next? Go.
0: Uh, it's, I do want to mention that that it, this is a Cherokee Open. Uh, tune in, see Oz going on the Frontline Gaming Network. Uh, these yes. are it's one of their tournament series. You should definitely you know if you they put on fun tournaments. If you haven't made it to one yeah. yet, the same folks are run the uh, Las Vegas Open. Oh. You know, maybe uh, check the schedule
2: and uh, try to get to that. I edge. am. I am so miffed that I can't go to this one I've had to I've had to leave the United States for a couple of for a couple of weeks but I really wanted to be at this one because the resort looks phenomenal you had to leave the United States for a couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they they asked me to leave. Yeah. They did. they were like, "Time's up, get out of here." Um, they not only, they only let me in for three months at a time. So I, I had to bounce out this, this weekend, the weekend that is on. But it's going to be it's a phenomenal resort. It's going to be a real featured Keystone event for Frontline line gaming forward. Keep your finger on it. It sounds like it's going to be a, it was going to be a phenomenal time for all involved. Uh,
0: next tournament we're going to talk about here. Uh, this is a team tournament. This is the international team tournament uh, for Northampton, England. Not even going to guess. Where that is. England. Because we always catch beef. (laughs) It's in it's in Northampton. It is uh, north of Hampton. Exactly. Spot on. Or actually north of Hampton. Hampton is a place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Here we go. 295 players. Suburb of London. Mm -hmm. 59 five-player teams, six rounders. Uh for this one. And this guy. It's gonna be like uh, maybe we'll we'll diagnose you know like what uh, the faction breakdown is after we read them all and see maybe how they maybe get divided amongst the teams, but that may, that may be why some of these factions seem a little spiked more than normal.
2: So as as many people know, there's a lot of rules in team's events that aren't rules elsewhere in this team's event i can tell you right now it's a one of you can only take a faction or a codex once and that that not being a supplement that's a that's a codex so only one space marine per five person team only one Custodes per five person team so the max amount you can have in any one faction slot is 59. Fifty-nine custodes. Yeah. So how how much there is is if you see a thirty-six, which is what how many custodes there are, that means thirty-six teams took custodes. You see eleven for sisters, eleven teams took sisters. So if you think about it like that, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to get your head around. Sixty percent of the teams took custodes for sure. And
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) do you do you know if they considered like Dark Angels and Blood Angels to be Space Marines?
2: No, as a Space Marines is one book. Dark Angels and Space Wolves can't be can't coexist in the same lineup. They're, okay, what Space Marines is once is a one of.
1: I know there's a couple teams so, tournaments that allowed them separately. They kind of got a little because you could actually bring five Marines, and, which in this, bit, I don't know yeah, if, to, if you want to. But yeah, okay, curious. But yeah, not, if you want to run down the stats,
0: Dustin, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can uh, pick pick it apart.
1: Mm-hmm. So the Imperial Superfaction, we have one Imperium, which is Knights and Admech, 11 Sisters, 36 Custodes, which means only a little over half the teams took Custodes, which is a little surprising. 12 admech mm. 7 Astra Militarum, 16 Grey Knights, and 11 Imperial Knights. Over the Space Marine Superfaction, 15 Dark Angels, 2 Space Wolves, 5 Blood Angels, 2 Ultras, 4 Salamanders, 4 Black Templar, 5 Raven Guard, 4 White Scars, 2 Imperial Fists, 1 Iron Hand, and 3 Death Watch for a total of 47... Clean
2: clean sweep that's i think that's every single one represented yeah
1: that that means that there's actually more teams have a have a space marine than they than they do custodes <laughs> that yeah think about that for a second <laughs> it's true that's that's crazy to think about to be like in my opinion i think all right so the chaos super faction we have four chaos soup two chaos space marines 16 t Sons. i like seeing that 18 death guard that's also not surprising five demons and three renegade Knights. Then in the Xeno super faction there are 17 Necrons, 14 Orcs, and 23 Tau. Still, mm-hmm. really heavily represented, too. Mm-hmm. Hive mind super faction, two Hive mind, 16 Tyranids, mostly probably Crusher's great in teams, and five GSC. You are true heroes. <laughs> Aldari super faction, four mixed Aldari, 24 Drakari, five Harlequins, and a single Assyriani. So, the faction podium again is Custodes at 36, Drakari at 24, and Tau at 23. I do want to say, too, again, but that means. Space Marines at 47, like obviously different factions within the Space mm. Marines, but that means 47 teams have Space Marines and only 36
2: have Custodes. Correct. Although I'm going to coin a phrase now, it's called the custodies Cliff, because the cliff you go off as soon as you look at custodies if they're first, because there's about 12, there was 11 lists in the first event, there's 12 lists of difference between them and the next placed. Uh, t- next place uh, faction. And we're going to call that the Golden Cliff. Everybody at home, the Golden the Cliff. <laughs> Gold. You go. You go. Custodes in first place. Then you go off the Golden Cliff, and then there's the next faction.
0: Um well, it's in, What I'm seeing in a lot of these uh, uh, lists, you know, picking the factions and seeing what uh, has the higher number than the other. You got a lot of teams that are like. We need some bricks. We need some things that are that are just going to be hard to shift in these team games. And so, you know, we were trying to insulate mm. ourselves from bad matchups. Like, we don't have to score all the points. We just have to get a win to get the, get the W's out of this. Well, uh, and, and so I think I, that's and- really influenced a lot of list design.
2: And that's where you see all these really good role play role play lists come to the fore. Mm-hmm. Things like Dark Angels, things like Death Guard and T Suns, things like Necrons that aren't always great at getting a win, but they grind out something close. Either it's them up or them down. Doesn't matter. It's going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout. You see them get a lot more agency in team events, and I love to see it. So, I me mean, role
0: playing the list of someone like dressed as a Space mm-hmm. Marine, or uh, someone that has gone to a tavern for adventuring
2: i <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> rolling for initiative.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it. Love it, (laughs) fantastic. But you do see it. You see that middle band. You got the you got the top. You got the top factions representation at team events, which will usually be the best factions in the game. But then you get this thick middle band of stuff that usually they're not might not even be mid tier in singles, but they get this whole boost of strength in teams because they can just dodge that one or two horrific matchups. Interesting to see Gray Knights. yeah, Grey t Sons, Death Guard, Dark Angels, Necrons, uh, and um, tyranids all kind of fitting into that middle band. So Orcs yep. as well, of that 14 to 18 list band, where you just got a phenomenally good role player. They're in the top five lists in the game, but they're not one of the top three.
0: Uh, well, let's talk about a couple of the team like makeups and lists and see how they've chosen to uh, t- tackle to... this obstacle. So, mm.
2: to, 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 so, seeing as we were doing two team event guys, and I didn't have a huge amount of time, well, I had a lot of time because I did four events, but I didn't have enough time to break down all the lists, so I just gave myself a little anecdotal... The of the show.
0: You know, we get... <laughs> That's
2: right. It's an so, hour show. I gave myself a little anecdotal paragraph about each of the lists in the team. First first team I looked at was Pork Pie Gaming because the name was hilarious, and I saw their lineup and thought, that's about as good a Lineup of factions as you could have in a five person team. We've got Custodius, we've got Tower, we've got Orcs, we've got admec and Drakari. If you were going to pick a top five list, if you have the right players, that's probably the top five. Orcs, debatable, and, and admec debatable. You could swap them out for different role players as you'd need, but here we go. Uh The Custodes list is Empress Chosen. Um, It's Custodes good stuff list. Nine bikes, small Larish unit, pra- a Praetor plate, and Vexilla. A spicy Inquisitor for some secondary goodness, probably. That being my assumption there. That was in there to, to give them a... <laughs> To give him a walk yeah. To give him some opportunity to some. play some different things. Doing some, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, next up, we've got Tower. is a Borkan list, a battalion. I I call this a custody hunter list. Um, it's got many single good units, a medium crisis unit with airburst, a single Riptide, a single Hammerhead, three, a three man broadside unit, MSU crude hounds, stealth suits, and two Fish of Fury. So that being two units of breaches with accompanying Devilfish. Let's, I found this let's talk quite, about that. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, uh, Paul, you're aware of what Borkan does yeah, my man?
0: I could I can pull it out for you if if you need me to, but no, I just want to talk about the idea of uh, Tao actually hunting custodes. Like, Mm. do you want to put those two lists against each other, or do you want to save your Tao to like try to get Max somewhere
2: else? So, uh, so Bull can of course have the strategy to ignore Invul, and of course you have a bunch of different units he can. This this gentleman can use it on. I'm assuming that's why he's got the the of course the broadsides twice got the ham who also, already ignores involves and you double down with having the riptide do it as well when you want to. Um oh, yeah that means that you so what I think is you want you want that signal to your opponent opposition team that they could beat custodians if they go into them and therefore it's the psychological effect more than the actual matchup that I that's think that's right damage.
0: Yeah yeah I like, I like time?
2: that I like that
1: it's good into crusher as well so i, I definitely agree it's with true. you with that that it's a uh, really good into custodes and you're kind of putting the, the pressure on it, it's tau is already an army that you're gonna have trouble pairing into as it is mm. i feel like one of the good ones to pair into it right now is actually dark angels to be honest yes because yep you sit back and get your points it's like it's like one of the best blunt instruments to put into tau but one of the one of the lists you can sometimes kind of take that risk is, is custodes but this is a list that's like, I don't think I want to do that because mm. it's a lot riskier into this one. Because a lot of Tau are doing the Tau Sept. But once you once you, t- once you see Borkan and you see these uh, hammerheads and broadsides with railguns that can orient and Bones, like, okay, maybe, yep. maybe not. Maybe not. Exactly right. So I, I, think you're, I think you're spot on with it, what they're doing with that. It, it makes pairing so much harder. Because again, Tau is already mm. hard to pair into. And this makes two of the lists that's, that normally you'd look at it like, yeah, it's a toss up. To, uh, nope, don't want
2: that. Exactly right. Next up, we have Orcs. This is a free Buddha list. It's mostly DACA. Two of the Defcopters, uh, three of each of the good buggies, that being the Scrapjets and the Rucker Trucks. It's got a bunch of MSU Commandos and Stormboys with two planes. Um, I thought that was quite good. Um, and I, I like the fact he's got a list with two planes in it because of the next list. This is Admech. It's a Mars All Comers. Um, two big Ranger Bricks, one small Infantry unit, one big and one small Rustalker unit, three single Ballistari, two planes again. And one Scorpius Integrator. I like the duality of having two two plane lists because mm-hmm. they give you some options of playing um, offensively and defensively, or pinning people who aren't good into planes. Like you've got a you've got an all melee Drakari list that doesn't have any like Hellions. Sick. Take one of our two plane lists. You'll never charge them. They'll stay there all game. Mm-hmm. Um, the last list here is a real space raid. This is a uh, Strife, hearts, and a Prophetess of Flesh with a spicy auxiliary detachment. It's pretty much Drakari good stuff. It's a bit weird, um, and it has two Ravages. It's got uh, two Fireband grotesque units which make up the core um with a bit of msu around it and a cheeky draza in the auxiliary that's the five that's the matchup that's the that's the spread there guys Custodia is we've good seen, stuff
0: we've seen ravagers yeah. uh creep to start creeping their way into tomorrow mm. list which which is interesting is, is a nice response it's got to be a response to the the, the the beefier things we're seeing out there uh dr jazz says uh where can i find some info on how team events work do you uh do you choose who you play this sounds amazing um uh, mm. Uh, hate going to events uh, by myself team events are spectacular they're so fun the i'm a huge fan of team events mm. and there are a few different team formats out there uh depending on where you are uh there may be one that's closer to you uh but a lot of these team events they'll they'll work on a, a kind of a system of put outs uh to where you put out a list then then they the your opponents pair, put out a couple of lists that for you to choose to who you who, who, who that list will face you know there's different formats. They're pretty exciting they add a little drama a little suspense uh Mm. and but you're all in it together the team the way the fact that you can kind of win and lose as a team in this event that is or this this activity that is typically seen as a solo thing brings a whole nother level and it is amazing i highly Mm. highly encourage people to check out team events if they have not already
1: going to a team event with people you like to hang out with and play with is the greatest thing in 40k it is like the pinnacle of 40k in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's just so much fun it is tactical it's fun it i can't say enough good things about it i i play 40k for team events like i when i go to single events i'm going to single events to test my team list
0: to practice to
1: practice my team team list
0: list.
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) love it all right let's talk about this next team so i pulled this one out because in my mind this was the most stacked team at the event this is dice down guys um they've got Custodius again empress chosen this is a hard skew to keep you up at night it's got nine bikes two caladius a small uh, unit of venetari and achilles to keep you honest as playing like the the linebacker um for mm-hmm. the caladius or being an offensive unit um and then he has two detachments of that so he has two bike captains in addition so that's that's a total of 11 melter bikes essentially small unit of venetari to come in from reserve if he wants or to play a few objectives um like two Kaladis sitting on the backfield being bodyguarded by the Achilles probably. This is a very, very lean list and it's like built to end your day. Um... Next up, we have a Tau list, which is Tau Sept. This is another hard skew to make you cry. Uh, two units <laughs> of Five Crisis, two singles, and one three-man broadside units totaling five of the bastards. He's got MSU Cruit and Crude Hounds. Then he has two units of Cell Suits with homing beacons to make the Alpha Strike real nasty, real bad. That being is an ability to deliver the Crisis Suits very effectively and very early. Um, this is a very <laughs> savage list, and possibly exactly they both those, those two lists. Um, Tell you what the difference between team lists and singles lists are mm-hmm. because you take out all the fluff, all the bi- all the all the fat goes out, and you just put in lean brutality and stack it up. Next yeah. up, I I think that uh, make- that tall list might even hold its own in singles events. It, yeah. it will, it, it will, could. it might get outpointed. I think things like GSC would love to see that list because you're like, I've got enough units and enough things in reserve that I can just outpoint you for like three or four turns. But like as a marine player, that thing is a nightmare. Absolute. Damn nightmare. Um, Next up, we've got Nids. This is a uh, Crusher Stampede of Leviathan. Of course, it's exactly what you expect. Not mm-hmm. even going to go into it. Um, <laughs> then we have GSC. Now, I'm going to... This this is good. This is a good heavy MSU aggro. This is Impassioned um, and Industrial Affinity. Um, almost entirely infantry, bar two Goliaths and two small Jackal units. Three fatty Acolyte units. That being, they're all tricked out with as many um, special weapons as they can tend. Two big fight units. The same, tricked out with every special weight that they can have. Two big Gene Stealer units and this is a really good all-rounder. It's just built to get the points. I feel like this is a good list into that tower list we just mentioned.
1: This is a list that, when it decides to do damage to you, it can table some lists. Like mm. It puts out so much damage. I and mean, a yeah. lot of people won't expect it to. The, those, like the big, the fatty, uh, not, not just the Aqualite units, but the Neophyte units, I don't think people realize how much damage they actually do when they get Crossfire I... and Exposed.
2: When I was testing with the Art of War guys, I was losing five up, five up invulnerable, say five up, feel no pained, baby transhuman Crusader bricks to yeah. two squads. To, like as soon as they got exposed, which yeah. the, the two men, the two small jackal units are in there to get exposed for the neophytes. Uh, yep. The neophytes pop up, clear every screen you've got. or all, all your screens get clear, uh, cleared turn one by the Steelers. And then you just cop Akko units every turn of the game. Just bang, yep. bang, bang. I'm assuming um, he has like a Primus nice. in there too. I didn't see the... Oh yeah, it's got all... all, all yeah, all yeah the, so they're like, re-rolling ones
1: to yeah. hit and wound. Like It's just mm-hmm. like, that they, they will slap anything
2: they want. Crazy. I mean, it's it's squishy as hell, but like we said about even GSC prior to the mission change, they're they're one of the best uh, secondary getters uh, yes. armies in the game. They'll get secondaries all day. Um, lastly, we have a Lucius list. This is another big skew. This is big bricks galore. it has got six big bricks of rangers with MSU all around it to make and, and some secondary getters. Like he's got some deep striking units. He's got some. Um, Bits of pieces here, and there, and everywhere. But six big bricks, so 120-ish odd infantry in that list. And that makes up what I think is the most stacked list. So to, to, to summarize, we've got a hard skew um, Empress Chosen Custodes. We've got a hard skew Tau DACA list. We have um, a hard skew Crusher Stampede, because there's a Crusher Stampede, it is a hard skew. We have an all-rounder GSC and a hard skew Admech. Like, it's pretty... When you see that in a team's list, you just assume these are guys who are confident with their pairings, right?
1: Mm-hmm for sure they know exactly what they're doing with their pairings for sure a mm.
0: C- couple of things here with the ad list we've seen those those bricks come back which was what they were yes. like in the very beginning which i'm both happy and sad to see happy because i like the way that looks and it's fun to play with and you feel like you get a lot going on on the table uh, but sad because it means i have to pay more rangers and <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's interesting to
1: see so many teams taking the ad mech too like it's in a five-man team, like in
0: an eight-man team, I can see that. In a five-man, it's, it's a little surprising. I mentioned Jukari earlier that people have forgotten about. You, I, you could easily just sub out. Like if you dubbed in me saying Admech uh, with everything I said for Jukari, yeah. it's the same thing. Uh, I agree. Like just people have for, have, uh, you know, gotten a little bit blindsided by the new hotness uh, and have kind of forgotten about some of these mm. incredibly powerful things that mm-hmm. have all the
2: tools i've been I've been calling them the meta wild card like they are the wild card in the meta that people seem to have forgotten a lot of what it does exactly, exactly what Paul said so yeah i I love seeing them um, more prevalent now especially in some of the in some of the top teams now that's not to say that
0: these these new these new products is they definitely make a splash they they absolutely do for for, uh, several reasons people are not necessarily you know up on all their tricks yet you know they Mm. don't know what everything does they don't know how to plan Mm. they don't you know they don't they may not know their their deployment or their real movement range overall threat range things are they're going to make an impact and they are good right but there's there's a lot of good stuff out there uh you don't you know so if you're frustrated with maybe you feel like you have to take some of that new stuff go deep into your own codex uh which is what we see a lot of these players are doing and, and that's playing out in the data that we're seeing here it's pretty exciting Exactly right. Um, onto the third event,
2: gents. Unless unless you guys want to make a call, it's, it's very hard to call team. This events. is hard
0: hard to make a call. Team is hard to call. Yeah. So I, without knowing the actual makeup of the of the actual players themselves, it's very difficult to to make a, a call on the team. But the uh, d- you know, team events, they are. I don't want to say they're they're uh, that anything can happen because you know skill of the pilot still plays out. Uh, the the preparedness for going into the team tournaments still plays out. But they're just fun. So don't let the fact that we're not calling a winner uh mean that we're not uh, engaged and care about uh what's happening at at the weekend uh we're gonna what that's one thing we will maybe go back and check on and see how it all shook out uh the Beautiful. next event the next event like I said the third event I think we have an event after this we might even talk about uh this is i'm gonna say what is that is that seven g t Valencia Eleven. from Valencia, Spain going all the way around well, halfway around the world to Spain. In Valencia.
1: Love it. 192, 192 players, 32, players teams?
0: 32 teams of six. It's a five-round event.
1: <laughs> yeah, Another team event. I love these. These are awesome to see.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So the breakdown here, we got an Imperial Super Faction. There are two Imperium, eight sisters, 25 Custodes. So a higher higher rate of Custodes the teams on this one without a 32 teams, 25 of them having them. 12 AdMech, five Astra Militarum, 17 Grey Knights, and five Imperial Knights. Over the Space Marine super faction, five Dark Angels, seven space wolves outnumber the Dark Angels, which is a little yeah, surprising boy. in the uh, team events. I like seeing that too.
0: There may be a difference. We may be seeing a trend here where they're they're they're, they're slanting more towards aggressive mm-hmm. than defensive. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, when we see two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, one salamander, three Black Templar, two Iron Hands, and a Death Watch. I think you're right on that for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at uh, this. Like, what? Defense defense? Don't best defense, defense great offense. Not.
1: You know what? It, it goes even further. Chaos Superfaction, four chaos soup, zero chaos space marine, seventeen t sons to nine death guard. And three Man, I gotta demons. get to Spain. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's, it's a completely different dynamic in this team tournament. Yeah. It's great. Xeno super faction, eleven necrons, ten orcs, and only two tau.
2: I'll tell you right now, boys, something to know about team events. There's sometimes a very long lead time for this cutoff. The new, tower book did, the new tower book is not in play at this event. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah.
0: there you go. That, that's important to yeah. know for the overall stats and what that really she means. Should, but yeah. but there is, there is a trend here with these lists that, you know, I think we figured it out.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. The Hivemind Superfaction, two Hivemind, 14 Tyranids, four GSC. Eldari Super Faction, one mixed Eldari, 14 Dracari, three Harlequins, and one Assyrianis. So the faction podium, again, Custodes topping it out at 25. What do we
2: go off? What do we go off? <laughs> the Golden Cliff, and then?
1: And then Grey Knights <laughs> and T sends at 17 up the Golden Cliff. I, 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 I have to give Adam props for it. So there you go. Yeah. Your, it's a thing your now. Cliff, the Grey Knights yeah. and T Sons at 17, and then Dracari and Nids at 14. So Custodes obviously like making most of the teams here as well but, more more so than the other one town not being in the,
2: in the mix makes sense to
1: not have that many of them
2: really weird to see what's in second place on the podium faction at the, at the faction podium 17 gray knights and t-sons that would not have been a prediction they may be third fourth or fifth most likely but both of them being equal it like it's very I, interesting I would have guessed... I'm sorry. If
0: you give me like six guesses, I would have guessed Grey Knights.
2: I wouldn't, would not have guessed a yeah. thousand cents. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, what do you think that is? Any reasons?
1: Maybe it's maybe they just know their meta? Like it could be if they know their meta. Grey Knights, I feel, are still decent in team in team matchups mm. because they don't auto-lose games because Purifying Ritual is still a thing. They will get points. So like in team events, it doesn't matter yes. if you lose yes. by a little bit. And something that grey knights can do is when so, they lose, they will lose by a
2: little bit. They won't lose big. That's big this in team is, events. This is my assumption. Grey knights are real bad into town and even worse into custodes. But one of those two isn't here, so they've only got one right. horrific matchup to dodge. It's a teams event. In just team don't event, put your yeah. Grey Knights in into the Custodes. They're going to do well. They'll just mm-hmm. do well into the rest of the yeah. field. So they'll, I think they'll that's eat a, up probably uh, tears. T- yeah. Yes, uh, I mean, yeah. If you can dodge Crusher, dodge Crusher, but even then, that's a, that's a list you're going. That's a game you're going to get points out of. Yep. Whereas, like, you play the Custodes, Grey Knights like can't kill, I can't kill back. Oh, there you go. Uh, you want
0: to talk about a couple of the teams? We see, maybe we'll see if it plays out in what yes. we have for the kind yeah, of the uh, synopsis of these team, so, team lists.
2: lovely enough to hit up some of my friends uh, in the Spanish arena, and they they gave me the hot tip on two of the top teams in attendance. This first one, uh, Phil No Pain 7+, Plus, was the number one ranked team in Spain in 2021, so the most recent team championship of that region. They're playing, uh, of course, uh, T-Suns is their first one. It's called, called to Duplicity. This is MSU T-Suns. Four five-man rubrics, uh, two smaller Scarab cults, two five man Scarab cults, and one ten man um, to take all the buffs. Round it out with two units of four spawn. Um, I was about to say, where the spawn? Come on, spawn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, this is this is this is a pretty good list. I like this list quite a bit. It's, it's a little bit on the slow side, but cult of the gives you that flexibility with the redeploy. Usually, when you see this many Scarab cults, we think cult of time. But I do really like this for the team event, having the duplicity, having the jank, which just means the matchup pairing into them becomes a little bit harder. Next up, we have Necron list. This is Mephrit. This is pretty cool. This is Silent King. Bring a mixed, well-rounded list. Two big bricks of warriors. Finally! finally we're seeing one of these things that people talk about but rarely see we've got a, he's got a 20-man brick of flayed ones this is fantastic wow. um the flayed ones have
0: been in, in a lot of necron chats about oh they're so mm-hmm. awesome and they go so but i'm like okay where
2: are they who's taking them where, where is <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly um he's got a brick of six scorepex to be the counter assault and backline fire support with two annihilation barges which i thought was cute and then three heavy destroyers so you think about how this plays on the on the map boys you've just got you've got 20 flayed ones, two to 20 uh, 20 warriors being backed up by the silent king. You got explosive counter assault. You got a little bit of fire support in the back. It, it seems slick. It seems good. I'm not sure why it's Mefreth is the only question in my head. It feels like this could be better as a couple of other things. It, it must have a plan. I, I can't quite remember what Mefreth gets apart from the extra rend when you're close up. Was, but yes, I, was, have to I be think it's so the extra rend.
0: And maybe just painted hmm. his stuff green, man. I, uh, th- <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Isn't
1: that that's the it. one that'll make a Warriors good in close combat too?
2: Uh, that's Novok. Novok, Novoc. sorry. That's the Novoc. Choppy, choppy. Yeah. I mean, still they're still fine in combat. Like with Silent King, just damn near everything's mm-hmm. good in combat. Um, so maybe that's what he's going for. Just, just the, the extra dacca. Or some of, maybe it's after the Mortal Wounds, because I know they, they have a Mortal Wound strat, but it's a max of three. I wish they had FAQ to a max of six like everyone else. As it sits <laughs> right now, still a good list. Um, next up, we have Dark Angels. This is a defensive skew, as you would expect from a Dark Angels list in a team's environment. Three Bricks of Termies with a couple of multi-mounted attack bikes and speeders. Uh, it's just going to go get points. It's got Lazarus in there to add protection from mortals. And if you look at what the this, this gentleman has picked the meta really well, because 17 Grey Knights and 17 T-Suns, t- t- so he gets more um this is hard to break down okay it's custom it's a custom to toil um industrial affinity myriad cult and toxic agent dustin Toxin what the agents. crap why does they get four traits <laughs> please we need we need an interpreter
1: okay i get the interpreter sure don't worry i got you covered custom to toil is the uh, mini transhuman so you oh, sorry, can only, your entire up? army can only be wounded on, on three up uh, industrial Affinities, ignore all modifiers and industrial weapons. The Myriad Cult is what the whole oh, no. thing is called. And the Toxin Agents is your melee auto wounds on sixes except against monsters and vehicles. It's actually the best way to run... If you're running a Myriad Cult, it's the best way to run it with uh, if you're running Gene Steeler's Bricks because the Steeler Bricks really benefit from the Toxin Agent. A lot of people do Impassion because it's plus one to hit, but because Steelers already hit on twos, it doesn't help them at all. But auto wounding on sixes that can make a big difference right so that, that that's the uh, that's why they did that there and it looks like he took the two Steeler bricks so that makes perfect sense of why he why he did that one i think we are you are you there adam we, we lost adam
0: we may have maybe we'll get it get him back sure. in here i, I, can, so, I can keep hello? going
1: over this or you want to go over it nope okay. he's here
0: yep we can we can now uh, thanks for bearing with us in the chat. Again, this is a live show. If you're listening to this after the fact, we did record hello, this live, hello. played it live, uh, and we got all the trappings of being live. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for patient, your patience with us. And also thanks for the folks in the chat uh, being patient <laughs> with us and supportive. And yeah, thanks for t- Tasty Meffert. Uh, uh, extra three-inch range and Neg1 AP at Perfect. half range on shooting. That's what uh, was mentioned there. Uh, which oh, which is you guys, good. We need uh, And so, look, if everyone anticipated this Storm Bolter meta, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everyone is prepared to get in there and mix it up at that mid range. Which is, did they do you think they all have like a group chat? Like every team's in a group chat? <laughs> just
1: um, well, is I mean, it, the scouring is is shows up every is actually going to be an important one to do. So, yeah, for sure.
0: Everybody's just got to run in the middle, hold it there,
1: and have this uh, mid range boulder fire. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. you want to run down the uh Dracari list? Is uh, for the sure. route,
1: yep. so. Hello, Adam's back. you guys he- got me yeah we got we got you can you hear us you good i don't think you can hear us beautiful oh no there you
2: go okay uh, <laughs> right. uh Liz. this is a real space raid of strife blackheart okay never mind go with that voice. oh no we can hear you yeah go for it no. <laughs> oh beautiful beautiful okay uh, Strife, Blackheart, Artists of Flesh. Pretty much what you'd expect. Three four-man Grot units make up, so Grotesque unit make up the core. Two squads of Incubi for Surgical. Larger Healian squads. And once again, two Ravages make an appearance. So all of a sudden, we, have, we time, have an not ally, a we have a trend. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. lastly, we have a Grey Knights a list. This is Blaze of Victory, which is quite interesting because usually we'd see pressing Brethren. This is a bit of a, <laughs> this is a usual suspects list. Um, he's trying to kind of make the old build uh, go again, which is what I expected here. Now that you can only have to dodge the custodes matchup, what is old mm-hmm. is new again. Three dread knights, one grandmaster dread knight, 25 interceptors, and the obligatory supporting cast. Still a very good list in teams.
1: Yep, for sure. I I, I like this team. It's a very well-rounded team. Go ahead and go into the the next team there, Adam. What we got to delay on you so we know. You can cover this for us,
2: I'm curious to see what the next, the next team ah, looks like, I'll too. I'll smash it out, then. Do it. So, <laughs> so we've got a Tresmus. These are the hosts of the event, so they're putting on the uh, the Valencia GT for everybody. We've got a custodial list. This is Emperor's ch- uh, Chosen. It's the nine bike build. It's very similar to the previous uh, bike build. Two units at a time, instead of the, uh, the three um, uh, regular... The three-man unit. Um, a single Alaris and a unit of Wardens backed by three, uh, the oh three singles God. best attachment HQs, that being um, Praetor Plate, Dawn Eagle Jet Bike, and Trajan, of course. We've got a Nids army. This one is Crusher Stampede. This is a harder skew than uh, usual, as it packs a Heridian. It saves points by only being a patrol detachment and still packs a Democheron, a Hive Tyrant, a Harpy, and Six Hive Guard. I think this is probably better than the regular Crusher in teams, um, but here we are. Um, next up, we have the GSC list. This one is a custom. Again, it's a custom to Toil. Um, deep Supplies, which I'm not quite sure what that is, and uh, Industrial Affinity. This is more MSU than it seems. It's going to go one fatty Akko unit and one big near fight unit, one small and one medium and one max Gene Steel unit, a big unit of Ridge Runners, um, a max and a medium unit of Jackals with a lot of the, with all the supporting cast of characters. It's kind of a list that's really varied in its approach. So I'm not quite sure if it's meant to be MSU or it's meant to be something else, but that that is what it is. And then we have a Dracari list. This is a triple patrol, a traditional list. Two patrols of Artists of Flesh, one patrol of Strife. It's a nice aggro list. I actually think it's it's quite good. Three units of five are grotesques, which is the theme of all the Drakari lists that we've mentioned on this show. Three units of grotesques or two units of grotesques make an appearance in all of them. A single nine-man unit of Incubi, which is nice, and then two bigger units of Witches and two large Hellion squads, and then enough Raiders to keep the parties going uh, for everybody involved. I actually you'd like that dracarus i think it's quite good next up necrons um eternal uh, uh Eternally relentless and e- eternal and relentless it's custom build this is kind of the min max good good unit build um it's got no silent king two units of three score uh, so two units of uh, five Scorpex. three units of race three units of scarabs three units of heavy destroyers with another big unit of flayed ones um and X-mas in july come already Awesome. So two two teams, both packing Necron lists, both packing twenty man uh, flayed ones. But this is a good list. It's just got all the good units in it. And then the last one is Admech. This is Mars. It's a pretty interesting little list. Um, it's more MSU than we are used to, with very few troops, which is what is unusual about it. Um, it's built to do secondary as well. Is is what I what I believe it's going for. It's only got one man, uh, one fifteen man unit of ranges, and then a couple of MSU uh, Vanguard, three MSU. Imp- 20 units two units of sulfur hands two units of msu taraxi six Lazcana chickens in three units of two um and two scorpius disintegrators and that is the lineup boys what do you make of it
1: i uh i love these lists too uh deep supplies for the myriad custom cult is reroll one wound roll a phase basically in shooting and in close combat so it's a free reroll. Uh, which is a nice one but uh i uh I love seeing all the Beautiful. Necrons in these top teams. I, lo- I love seeing uh, Admech showing up in it. And I love the fact I this is something that because I've been talking a lot of team stuff mm. lately because I'm going to a lot of team events soon and
0: Can't wait. bringing Capicon
1: coming up soon. Yeah. There's so much stuff coming up. Like and being able to bring both NIDS as a Crusher Stampede and GSC feels so good to me. Like I, I think they're both very worth taking. It's not obviously I'm a little biased, mm. But they're both so strong. If you have a good GSC player, GSC is not something that you can you can say Jimmy from the playing in your basement uh, all the time. You never played GSC before. Put these on the table, you'll do fine. That's not an army you can do that with. But if you have somebody that is accustomed to toil, <laughs> then you are you are in good shape with that team. Only really- only
0: uh, uh like three percent of the audience caught that joke, but I I laughed <laughs> uh, with you. I appreciate it, Paul. I,
1: I I'm going to take you as the three percent that laughed at home too. So I'm happy for that. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Look, we're actually running down a lot of 40K lists, giving a lot of information. But don't fret. If you need a little bit of a palate cleanser, hang out until the end of the show. We do a Mm -hmm. segment we call the Fuego Rapido, where we run down some ridiculous hot takes, and that's coming pretty soon. So just uh, bear with us a little bit longer. This show may be a little bit longer than than average as we run through yet another event. It's a jam-packed weekend. And look, we honestly want to, we we take it seriously and want to bring some um, info and tournaments from all over the world. The next one we're going to talk about, is the down underground tournament from Meadowy, New South Wales in Australia. We're going to try to get uh, Adam back because I know, you know, well, you know, obviously he has some insight into into the players we we'd love to we'd love to get from this, but Dustin um, maybe run down the the list of, of of factions that we have represented and maybe by that time we'll get Adam back on as we're seeing this is a 46 player five round event.
1: Yeah, for sure. Here we go. So the Imperial Super Faction there is one sister, four Custodes, two Astro Militarum, two Grey Knights, and an Imperial Knight. So it's a nice, nice spread there, actually. Not too dominated by Custodes. Then the Space Marine Super Faction, there are two Ultramarines, two Salamanders, one Black Templar, three White Scars. White Scars really making an appearance in Australia here. Chaos Superfaction there is a Chaos Space Marine, 2,000 Suns, three Demons, and one Renegade Knight. And three
0: Demons. That's three interesting. Demons, demons uh, there. There are almost as many demons as the risk of stoats. Well, let's see. But so three demons in some of the other events we've talked about wouldn't be a big deal. It's like three demons out of 200 mm-hmm. players or whatever. But this is three demons out of 56 players or so. So w- what are they thinking? Is that three bellicors? Like what's going on there? Adam, are you
1: back? Can you give us some insight on the demon plays in, the, in Australia? Was that? No, not back. Oh, he's. <laughs> he's- I see, I see. He might be typing something. <laughs>
0: he's just... If he's back, you don't know he's back. Let's if he's just, back, let's you just, don't we'll know. Okay. Co- we'll cover right. re- uh, back around to that if we need to.
1: We'll, we'll come back to that then. All right. So, Zeno Superfaction, there are two Necrons, six Orcs, four Tau. That's uh, a lot of Orcs there. I, I like that. You see that too? Hive Mind Superfaction, one Hive Mind, three Tyranids, two GSC. It's really even spread across this tournament. Yeah. Uh, Eldari Superfaction, just two Drakari and a Harlequin. So I think the faction podium is actually orcs at number one. As orcs
0: orc six, six, yeah, uh, beat there at four, four be And the then second demons Tau, Tau. no
1: no at Tau four taut yeah.
0: yeah. But but, see, but demons and, and
1: Tyrians are three. They're very close behind that. So demons actually, are actually I
0: mean like a solid fourth. You know for demons, which is which mm-hmm. is not something that we have experienced uh, in other tournaments. So really curious is that if they figured something out there in that codex uh, to give them uh, some. Uh, some some uh, staying power uh, top players in attendance for this uh, was it Chris Wright uh, which is former Australia number one of the ITC playing Jukari uh, if you want to run down that list sure <laughs>
1: I'm going to try to do this uh, here we go everybody loves hearing me try to interpret uh, better <laughs> you than me <laughs> sir so, uh, I swear, I'd pass that, that on uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that yeah I, I see you I see you Paul alright real space raid <laughs> what the heck is strive Strive, strife is that what he's trying to say? it's just it it's got to be, be strife strive. yeah so that's that, just a typo all right cool it's not that's ahead. not an abbreviation that's just a typo so yeah. strife prophets of flesh and blackheart blackheart ha <laughs> ha yep. nailed it so he's got the court, court the archon succubus homoculus. it's a real space breed. he has to have all of those 10 homoxites. they're
0: actually oh those have been that? coming in we've seen the hamoxites uh, play in uh 10 is the, nine, the biggest number I've, I've only seen eight Uh yeah
1: 10 you can't take 20 of them that's something that people don't uh sometimes realize you can only take 10 homoxids you can't go the 29 like the racks can but they have the ability to go down to a four up invuln at some point in the game too which is terrifying it's really annoying 10 trueborn we don't see many trueborn anymore either but it's i always i still like them and then 10 5 5 racks five witches Four, four, three grotesques, a ravager again. So that's, this is definitely a trend. That's friend. it.
0: They're <laughs> that's they're, it. they're in the chat group. They know exactly what's up. It's like, look, if you want to have any prayer against custodes or crusher, just take a couple, take a ravager or two. It's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna help you uh, uh, level out those units.
2: Hello, am I, am I coming through? You, Beautiful, you're coming right. through. We got you. Oh, now, wait, two yeah.
1: two by one tails and three raiders. There we go. Now you, now you can, now you can interrupt us. Adam. We're good. I got through.
0: Beautiful. The
1: list. I we read, just, I read, read right. your your chicken scratch. <laughs>
2: What did you think of the three white scars list out of nowhere? Just being like three white scars in Australia. I was hoping like, you could
1: give us some uh insight as to the white scars and demons that are just showing up in Australia. Like what uh, what's going on? There's I so have, many of them.
2: I have no idea. I have lost <laughs> control of that bizarre world. It's just so good. I love it so much. How how we, un, it's the it's the unicorn. It's un it's unknowable, unpredictable. We mm. have
0: seen many things come out of this, and this is one of those like you can't just look at, at what the results, the pilots, the day, mm. you know, it all accumulates to to what might be the best right then and there. Uh, and so yes. seeing this list make up, some people are obviously uh, calling some shots and, and want to see what happens.
2: Um, did you uh, guys next player, the faction podium? Cause it is uh, we did. Yep. I got it. So next yeah, next player, we're, well,
0: let's go ahead and run down what Matt M- 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 Morsori's l- his list is, and then we can maybe talk about the faction podium, if there's some stuff you want to add, uh, when we're
2: calling yeah. who we think is going to win this thing. You guys are good. Uh, Matt Morosoli is playing Tau. He's playing Fireside Enclaves. And this list is disgusting. Um, He's got two patrols. He's got two units of three Crisis Bodyguard. He's got a Cold Star Commander, a Crisis Suit Commander, two units of ten Breaches, five Stealth Suits with a Home Beacon, um, two units of four Crute Hounds, two devilfish to go with the two units of breaches then he has an enforcer commander 10 crew and two more units of five crisis suits so he has crisis everywhere commanders everywhere this thing is pus C- crisis is Pure, where it's, where pass. it's at
0: they are actually yeah. you know where where they where, or or I'm surprised there's not more crew there so that's uh, he, i think he's he's dipped his toe into the best of both worlds here uh but with heavy leaned on and, wet is probably the most dominant list or what will be the dominant list for the tao
2: he's he's gone very heavy on the mobility side of things as well there's no there's no broad sides to tie him down there's no reason to stand in one place everything is going to move every turn everything's going to move around the table and be dynamic i actually really like this style of list um it's, yeah i think it's really potent
1: i like it you know, uh, yeah. crude hounds are one of the most efficient units you can bring just for like engage moving up the field whatever you want to do with them they're they're so good for that
0: with all the variants in the list with all of the factions represented here we know when they got some uh, some top you know stellar players who's your winner faction or or player
2: uh, Adam we will start with you. So there's only so uh, this is a, this is a New South Wales event and there's only one Victorian in attendance which is the, my home state and that is Mr. Matt Morosoli. So I'm going for the home Vic boy which is a bit okay. of a cop out because he's one of the best players in the world but he does playing play too. My home state <laughs> and he's, he's in or he's in foreign territory. Let's go. All right.
1: That makes sense Justin, to me. What do,
0: you, what do you think?
1: I'm looking at this field. You know what? I've been picking it before and I'll pick it again. I think I'm going to stick with Orcs cuz they're top of the faction podium nice. why not good odds yeah. good odds
0: yeah it, it's gonna be hard for me to want to want to go against a tau tau is my faction yeah, here of course. um you know without without knowing the exact table layout or you know the density of terrain and uh, things like that the makeup, I can tell you how play a place to run it's play it's play a place terrain for this event tau all day long then I think um hmm. yeah we'll we'll see how that shakes out <laughs> uh chat keep us honest next week as we come back to it so now look <clears> we we talked about a lot of 40k. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand, obviously, very exciting. A lot of people feel the same way, and that's why they're coming in and uh, hanging out at these events this coming up weekend. Uh, we're going to see how we did next week. We will look back and see how you know, so especially some of these these big old events, uh, how things are doing. But now it's time for a segment we call the Fuego Repito. This is a this is a segment of the show that we don't often talk about Warhammer Forty Thousand in unless it comes up as in our list of questions. We we give ourselves five topics where we just kind of rattle off uh, what our hot, hot takes are. Uh, Soon as the clock starts, uh, we start talking about whatever the topic is. When that clock is finished, we stop it, and move on to the next one. Uh, never to look back, or only to look back in uh, in our direct messages about telling people this, telling how wrong we were about how we felt about whatever topic it was. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, the clock is gone. All right.
0: <laughs> Best Lord of the Rings movie. Now, okay, I think. Maybe we. Maybe I'm gonna uh, talk. Not just Lord of the Rings. You can pick a Hobbit movie if you like. Uh, but what is your mm.
2: favorite Tolkien movie? Tolkien based movie, you, Dustin. You can give us the. You can give us the option to pick the Hobbit. We're not gonna like none of them. I just. Arnie, we We, need to, we need to is. specify that we are
1: purposely not picking the Hobbit. I think, that's, I think that's what Paul is saying. We need to make sure we are... We I are want ne- everyone to know that, that it was not on that list. <laughs> it was not on, it was on the list to choose. We just did not choose it. <laughs> Correct. Uh, for me, it's a little tough. I think I'm going to go with uh, Two Towers. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, great, great choice. No, no bad actually, choices here. I really like the, the yeah, way no they choices. told the story <laughs> between the battle and what was going on behind. The, it was really well told for me. Plus, I love the Ents. I, I even though the it. elves show mm. up
0: at like you know for no reason at Helm's Deep, no elves in the book, yep. but I didn't care. Yep. I didn't give it. I didn't, I didn't care. Yep. I didn't care. Like
1: I love elves. I love Ents, and I loved that movie. It was great. Yeah, I, yeah. Adam, sure. you got a you got a pick here.
2: Fellowship for me. It had everything. Yeah, it had it had a chase scene. It had the the cute little wholesomeness of the Shire. It had what what I enjoy the most was the hobbits trying to ev- the best bit for me was the hobbits trying to evade the wraiths, um, just on like a beautiful country road, and then just this messed up like demon horse with this ghost on the back of it. I loved that the imagery, especially like the the one that sticks in my head was the the hobbits hiding under the overhang with the mm-hmm. the ring wraith yep. uh, hanging over them. You know the chase through um through what was it? Oh. 13 seconds the, the, the pub sorry your turn man you go
0: yeah oh the prancing pony no they, it's, i honestly fellowship i think is my favorite too if if uh fellowship like in the extended you know where they brought the the they had the different animation for Gollum and they brought you know they mm, redid man. it again you know like that was that was anyway we're out of time uh the 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 um baski 70s hobbit movie would have counted also like any of any lord of the rings story, <laughs> i love it so anyway so what's the best meal in the in the tolkien verse the
2: best meal the best meal (laughs) (laughs) it would have been the rabbit if they got to eat Ah, it did it even happen in the book i'm trying to cast my mind back did they get to eat the rabbit in the book or was the rabbit even in the book i feel you're
0: gonna you're gonna go with an actual like actual meal and not because i'm saying (laughs) elevensies is my favorite because that's actually what I
2: (laughs) second breakfast Uh, second breakfast yeah second breakfast nice i I don't even know about elevensies I took so <laughs> live I was so liberal with that. Wow, my What God. about Levensies? <laughs> no, that's look.
0: They're so think about that. The probably the best meal is uh, is when they're talking about chip the glasses, crack the plates,
2: because that's what Bilbo Baggins hates. Like that's uh, <laughs> we're potatoes. Yeah, you know, actual, actual um, potatoes. singular. Do I you know wish it wasn't? It just in the movie, but it was what's his face's disgusting eating of the tomatoes, while uh, yeah, which- while Pippin sings. That was well, not yeah. Uh, uh, Barm is dad What's his name? That was weird. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. 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 That's that the worst sound for everybody meal. here that
1: listening to this. That's sometime. the worst meal.
0: That's, you that's completely hijacked than... the topic, and now we're going with yeah. worst meal. Yeah. I yeah.
1: mean, hey, yeah. covered it. Go ahead. I don't think you've told it. You, oh, you said lebensis. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, oh yeah, 11 Levensis is is, uh, is, uh, is my favorite uh of a uh, because again, that's probably when I had my lunch most most days. Yeah, I mean, second breakfast for me is usually kind of lunch for me. Then it's
1: usually my favorite meal of the day because I don't, I don't know why. Lunch is usually really fun for me to eat because it's kind of, it breaks up the work day for me, you know? So it's mm. like, yay, I get to have a break from work and I get to eat yummy foods.
2: So, yeah. Do you think 11 days was one of the meal listed on the Urukai's menus? <laughs> That's a long bow, Adam. What? <laughs> Strung that bow together real nice. You know, in the Uruk-Hai's yeah, meets oh. back on the menu... You reckon yeah, 11th season was one of the meals. In
0: that that menu might, maybe around. that was their 11th season. It could could be. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is an interesting topic. There's been many of essay and uh, and internet. Uh, who's the real hero of the story? Ooh. Who or
2: what? Ooh. Well, I know what Tolkien appara- apparently said. Really? What, what do you guys think?
0: Yeah. I want I want to hear yeah. what Tolkien actually said. Yeah. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion mm. around Sam being the actual the actual you know, hero hero, hero yeah. of yeah. the story. But I you know this is especially when you go like you're looking at the silmarillion you're looking at all the the um, uh, like all the stories and how they really do all link together like there is connected tissue between every single one of the stories is it even is it is the real hero of the story even in any of the movies we've seen so far or,
2: or in the the more popular books that's fair i would I mean, argue if you're looking for the most complete story arc Aragorn has the most complete story arc, I believe. He went from disenfranchised, disenchanted with the the realms of men and his place in the world, to finding himself, finding his voice, like protecting the world, the the world of men, find, you know, found, refounding an empire, regaining his lost love. Like, what more complete story could you have for a character?
1: Well, it depends on what kind of person you're defining the hero as. Like, yeah, the hero that survives until the end, or what about Boromir? He had the arc of he started off like kind of almost like a villain to the group. Mm-hmm. Like he was, and then he sacrificed his life to save.
0: God, Sean Bean is such a great uh, Sean Bean. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard not to fall in love with that character. But the character, it, I mean, it was true to the character. Is that the character mm-hmm. when, especially when you see what his home life was about, you know, and then and mm-hmm. then his uh, where he was at the time of the fellowship, as as opposed to you know what he was doing as is as, as the ring obviously sent you on a path of of damnation and what his real intent was and then how it all played out right there at the final moments. Is he the hero of the story? No, but is he a hero? Yes. Uh, I don't know if we answered that. We got to come back to that. I don't know if we
2: did. Yeah. I don't
0: think we did. Yeah. That's a, that's an, that's an interesting one. Uh, Should, should, well, okay. Where's this? How many rings of power were made for elves, dwarves, and men? Oh, here we go. How many rings of power were made for the elves, Dwarves and men, as you're adding them up, that's um, uh, 19.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Was there more made in the silver, similar alien Was it was alluded to there being more rings of power made than the ones that were gifted? Because there was nine so the, men.
0: The elves made their own rings,
2: yeah. That's right, that's right. So, that's what mm-hmm. that's what I meant. Apologies, okay, you guys are cheating already. How many per,
0: per race? <laughs>
2: how many? Oh, poo- so production, production is telling me is- how many.
0: So three so for the elves. For- yeah, nine mm-hmm. for the rings of men. Seven for yep. dwarves. Yep. Dwarves.
2: Oh, well, yeah, well done. Do
0: I'm told yeah, well done, but I just—do you think we <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> know that? That's not do even a you know question you're talking to. No, <laughs> he's like,
1: we didn't come <laughs> to play. Uh, production, I'm done uh, with uh,
0: you. <laughs> we even at? Like, come on. Is this is show Kind just of
2: comes, freaking nudge show you think this is.
0: I know that. uh I'm sorry, Chad. If we completely lost you, but we just actually had to flex on production. I thought they were going to stump us with a question. I was like, I don't know. What show is he watching? You know. So, yeah. uh, so should we even mention the Hobbit and your opinions on it? I guess it's, it's a movie. A movie question. Um, the, uh, I, I, this, uh, the Hobbit movies.
2: The Hobbit trilogy. It? Yeah. The Hobbit.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, the trilogy or the book? The one. Okay.
0: Bo- let, let me mm. so i i know that we give a lot of grief to to the hobbit movies the hobbit trilogy because hobbit is a probably could have been told in a single book as it are in a single movie maybe even two movies but the uh, in in addition to some of the liberties that production took such as adding legolas in legolas actually could have functionally been in those battles we don't know that he was not in those battles um so it could have been there, but the movies also added in things from like the, the, uh, the lost tales and the, the other things. So some of those stories are actual Tolkien stories, but they just weren't in the Hobbit. It didn't have anything to do with what was going on mm-hmm. in the Hobbit. I, what's um, the,
1: What's the question of like, should we even mention it? Like people don't think it should be part of the lore. Is that, is that the question here? Because
0: uh,
2: I, yeah. Go, no, go uh, ahead. Adam. So controversial Adam of, of the night. I, I read Lord of the Rings, the novels, and then I read The Hobbit, and I didn't think The Hobbit was that great. <sighs> no, because you, you, you dumped
0: I, into I the deep head. end. All exactly. that you just it.
2: That's what people told me. People told me, Adam, you got the cart before the horse. If you read it the other way around, you would have you loved the whole journey. Hobbit's a children's story. Exactly
1: I had The right. Hobbit
2: read to exactly me in right. grade four.
1: That's why I loved it.
2: Mm-hmm. My teacher read it to
1: us in grade four.
2: I read the Narnia books first. That was also somebody, somebody said that was also a mistake <laughs> um, because they actually go together quite well, those two stories. But you should, Lord of oh, Rings adds adds. We're to well way. out of
0: time. We're well, but I'm, we so well. I'll
2: should. switch topics.
0: I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll play in the spirit of our own, our own trappings that we've done for us here. I'll switch topics. Uh, the Warminster's coming in and says they couldn't put Tom Bombadil in the Fellowship. Poppycock! Uh-huh. Tom Bombadil. Is is so outside, like doesn't play by the rules at all mm-hmm. of Middle Earth. I actually have some theories on Tom Bombadil. Oh, I, there's I so many theories is, on him. He he is like Galactus. He is from the <laughs> previous universe. Uh, he is one of the sole survivors of the previous universe. Uh, and I'll even go deep. Is that um, allegedly, like Tom Bombadil was the name of one of his children's toys that he had to flush down the toilet or something, or got flushed down the toilet. So left one world and went to another uh, <laughs> you heard and, it here you know, first tom bombadil so, is
2: celestial is glad I mean, in, practical, uh, in practicalities though how in, in how long would it have taken from any of the movies to explain what the hell tom bombadil is uh I mean, it would we be cool would to need just, a trilogy like, yeah, exactly but it would have been cool to just have him in there as like yeah. a, a kind of an easter egg for for people you know savvy with the law well, I, I agree the bo- I, It would have been in nice.
0: the books. They're, when they're discussing what to do with the ring, uh, you know, I think El, I, I mean, could be getting my who's and what's are wrong or whatever, but I believe Elron's like, we'll just go give it to Tom Bombadil. Like he will, you know, he's cool. He's, does not affected wasn't. by it. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's just ultra powerful. We don't, you know, we don't want to go in that area. And then, mm. and, and then Gandalf's like, he'll just forget he has it and won't care. He doesn't even, it mm. doesn't, none, none of our universe, none of our, none of this matters to him. So that's why he's not in the movie because he just, Literally couldn't care less about the entire drama of the movie, and explaining that in the movie, I think, might have been a distraction.
2: Question: uh, Were any of? I agree. I agree. I agree. It would have. It would have detracted more than it gave. But yes to those, I agree. War.
0: Gimme Bombadil. Yeah. War Mistress. I agree. He'd give his, uh, I'd watch. <laughs> I'd watch Bombadil. two movies of, of Bombadil. Yeah. <laughs>
2: shoulda shoulda just been in there as an easter egg like no don't draw attention to him just be like having pran dancing around in the dan- in the prancing pony like in the side view <laughs> and just be like holy crap that's Tom Hill and everyone would have lost their minds who was in the know um question for you guys were any of the hobbit movies good were any of them good yeah so I, yeah
0: if I you look I, at them... yeah go it's a great destiny no i i enjoyed them i
1: are they as good as lord, lord of the rings ones no but that's that's a pretty Pretty hard to uh, kind of follow up on that, but the, the, and see that this is the this is the other problem too because we saw Lord of the Rings first. This all right. The same mm-hmm. thing with the books. You read Lord of the Rings first, and then you then you read Hobbit. Yeah. It's it's hard to live. with. It so, doesn't mean they're bad. It's just comparatively, it's not as good. Remember, remember my... when I said it
0: that I didn't care that the elves weren't at Helm's Deep and they showed up because it was just so cool. Yep. And, and like, I just, I was, I just went with it cause it was awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't um, get that suspension of disbelief during the Hobbit movies. I it was so I over the top.
2: So. That So in, in the first, in the first film, um, <clears throat> they were incompetent and got caught by everybody and just showed how much that they, they didn't deserve to succeed because they were incompetent. as in bilbo was the only uh, the only person who did not get caught at every opportunity to get caught um (laughs) in the the it's in the book it's a it's a children's book it is in the book But this, this is what seeing these things highlighted to me um uh in the second film they're invincible Smaug literally destroyed the entire city and then seven dwarves he cannot kill any of them in, like, a whole 20 minute scene, he's just like, couldn't kill a damn one of them. I'm like, and this guy, like, killed this guy, k- killed a whole thing of, like, uh, you know, th- kicked out a whole city of super armored, fortified dwarves. Seven uh, the, the, and the fellowship just the clowns on the guy. It, I felt, I felt walking out there being like, this is a stupid movie. And uh, then Dragons the third one was precise. just like, Dragon, this, is out- this is a mess. This is a mess. Sleepy. He was sleepy. It was- <laughs> Mind I mean, you, Smaug was awesome. Benedict Cumberbatch, the really, Cumberbund, yeah. yeah. knocked that out, out of the park. That was that was really good. Well, I think
0: the the actors all did great jobs in the roles. I, I just yeah. questioned some of the storyline choices and some of the inclusions yeah. of some of the story elements yeah. because I'm such a I mean, like a fanboy, the, you know. Of the, I mean, I've been, yeah. re, I've re,
2: been reading that book for mm-hmm. 40 years. You, you know? have that nostalgia. So, do you, guys, you love the kind so, of nostalgia? Do you guys remember the? Um, the in the barrel scene escaping the um when they're in the barrels and escape from goblin town like Mm -hmm. Cirque du Soleil couldn't have like been more athletic and agile as those dwarves it was so overdone and ridiculous it was so nuts to me i was sitting there just like i i can't believe this is this is a kid's film this is a kid's film and this should not be put anywhere close to lord of the rings
1: well see the the thing with me too is like the reason i know i like is because when it comes to like Medieval fantasy and all the the medieval like races like elves, dwarves, and that. Mm. The dwarven race, I can't stand watching them. I I, I don't like their yeah, Ooh. that's right production. I don't. I, they're Ooh. just they're so. I just don't like them. But I'm an I'm an elf guy. I like elves, so that the dwarves are very yeah. contrast to that. So the fact <laughs> that the entire. The entire, I'm, just, I'm making production mad at this point so i'm just gonna keep going but the entire it. movie being so heavily focused on this fellowship of uh of dwarves is just it was well the fact that look, i still enjoyed dude, the, enjoyed the movie s- i
0: hope we get more lord of the Rings. They and I'm, very, I'm very anxious, they, I'm they, anxious and they, they, they were
2: they were not good dwarves dwarves <laughs> either. sucked they shouldn't have made it past the trolls leaving the shire that's how bad they sucked like yeah. they shouldn't have regained anything they didn't deserve it they were incompetent as hell that's why bilbo was there you know it's, exactly yeah, bilbo. <laughs> gandalf was like these dwarves suck so hard i need to find a dude who sucks more of them to make them successful and bilbo just everyone like, can hear me now what? i just want to say dwarves are awesome you guys. Don't dude know bilbo about. bilbo put that whole damn story on his back and carried them all he's a legend the rest of them no. suck eggs I say, say look, look
0: I just th- say we make this a two hour episode talking about how doors are awesome. Do it. Hopefully. This has been a nice palate cleanser from that just that thick, <laughs> dense block of Warhammer 40,000 we just uh, went through, uh, talking about the events. You know, look, there are some stellar events coming up this weekend. We hope you have the ability and, and it is the right thing for you to do to participate in them. Let us know what you're gearing up for. Let us know if you like the show. Uh, leave some five-star reviews. Maybe, you know, maybe not on our opinions of The, of the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> our, on the quality of our 40k analysis. Uh, we'd love it if you would subscribe and come join us next week, either live or after the fact on the podcast aggregators Creators. Until then, my name is Paul Murphy. Adam, Dustin, um, let's wrap this up. Always a pleasure.
2: Good night. Love you all. I'll see you all next week.